Welcome back to another podcast episode. We're joined today with myself, Dean, of the studio. What's happening? What's good, D? What's good? It's fantasy yeah. time, dude. It's fantasy time. It's fantasy yeah. time. You know, I'm so stoked because that wild card that I used, man. Yeah. <laughs> I finally paid off, man. It did the business, it did yeah? It did the business. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, yeah. you know, I, 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 I want to apologize to the to, to the people because I told them that I was gonna use my wild card. Uh, unfortunately, I kind of forgot. Something happened, and I wasn't able to change my team. And yeah. in a very weird turn of events, I mean, I didn't do too bad with the players that I had. So yeah. I, I I'm happy about that. I'm I'm, I'm happy about. I stuck to my guns. Remember, I told you that Haaland and Alvarez, those are the must-have strikers in fantasy. You are going. Yeah. Once Man City start picking, like when they start shifting gears and going to turning it up a notch, you guys are gonna wish you got these players. So make sure. You try and get those two. Like I, I, I'm not even joking. That pairing. You tell me, D. Tell me if I was wrong, my guy. Hey, like, man, you're 100 percent spot on. 100. Oof. And it's like, only thanks, going thanks. to get more. Exactly, because thanks to your advice, I put him in my team and he scored me sweet points. <laughs> Bro, and they are going. You know the good thing. You know, and one thing I'm just going to tell people is that Alvarez. Alvarez is going to play a very pivotal role in Man City's um, title defense. That title defense this season because yeah. when Haaland is not going to be able to do the job, he's going to do it. Trust me. I saw it last yeah. season. Last season, he scored a lot of goals coming in as a substitute. I don't know if people paid attention to that. And you bring him in like last ten minutes, and he comes up with two goals and an assist, and you're like, what? Yeah, that boy, he's got an eye for the goal. Like he's got that. So please, if <laughs> anything you're going to take out of this fantasy episode is invest in Haaland and Alvarez. They're not going to disappoint you this season. Those two are staying in my squad until otherwise. And then the yeah. other slot for the other striker, I'll keep on changing that around. But those two are my main strikers. Yeah. No, I yeah. hear you, man. It was it was quite an eventful EPL um, game week. You know, um, some unexpected players came through. We had two hat-tricks this game week, if I'm not mistaken, coming in from Son and coming in from, of course, the robot, Roboto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roboto. <laughs> Roboto. <laughs> Erling Haaland, you know, bagging in his first hat-trick for the season. You know, hey. he's unstoppable. He's just one of those players that, even though he's expensive, you, he's a must-have in your team. And if you're thinking of bringing him in now, I, I don't even know if you can afford him because his price has probably gone up. So you might as well yeah. have him at the beginning of the season. Yeah. That 14 yeah. mil, bit the bullet, you know, and try to figure out your team afterwards because, yeah, man, it's going to be difficult trying to get him in if you do not have him currently in your squad. You'll probably have to take a hit for you to have Hits. two free transfers or you have to bite the bullets and play your wild card but yeah, yeah. he's just yeah. one player that you just have to have in your team come what may 
because he's going to deliver the goods every single game week. Now, of course, we spoke last week about, you know, players, um, the most transferred in players um, in that game week. And I think it was probably two out of the five that actually, you know, played well in this game week. Yeah. And the rest fell short. But one thing I can say is don't be discouraged because, you know, these players are definitely on form. And one bad game does not mean that it's 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 going to play out, you know, throughout the rest of the season or, or the following games to come. Some players, yes, but I think in general, you know, that won't be the case. And I'm also yeah. glad to to say that some of our differential players that we did mention, even though we mentioned a lot, also contributed towards the game. You know, yeah. we spoke of Mbwemu. He had a good game. He scored decent points. We spoke of, um, what's that, that striker from Nottingham? I spoke Awoni. about him. Awoni. He also, you know, bagged in some good points. So pay attention to the differential players because, you know, a lot of them don't cost so much and are flying under the radar, you know, yeah. and they're getting good points and you're missing out on these good points because you're targeting more popular players and most of the time these popular players are expensive. So let's have a look at, you know, the team of the week and which players, you know, did well. I'm just going to run through them and then we can talk about it afterwards. So coming in, um, defender, uh, not defender, goalkeeper, sorry, who scored the most points was, um, what you call this, Liverpool goalkeeper. Um, he bagged in eight points. And, you know, this game week was tough because not a lot of teams kept clean sheets. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of defenders suffered from, from gaining um, clean sheet points and a lot of goalkeepers. So I guess in this regard, you know, you got points from, um, bonus points for saves and you know assists and whatnot from from the defensive point of view. But yeah, um, he managed to get eight points. Alexander Trent Arnold came through with twelve points, did the business. <coughs> Duma from West Ham, eleven points. Bolly from Nottingham Forest, nine points. Um, moving on to the midfield, we've got Son with that hat trick, bagged twenty points. Gilmore from Brighton, eleven points. Rice with that last minute win against Manchester United back in <laughs> 10 points. <laughs> did Solomon you have to say that, bruv? Like, Man. you didn't have to. You did it. You did it. I didn't we have had, to, we, but we I'm had not... We had trees there at the back there, man. There were a lot of things that were happening, man. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. let them shine. Don't let this rice cook here. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> 100%. Um, then, of course, we've got Solomon um, from Spurs bagging in 10 points. Um Looking at the strikers, Erling Haaland, Roboto, scoring 20 <laughs> points with the hat-trick. Fergie Ferg from Brighton, scoring 17 points. He seems to be the man that a lot of managers and clubs were actually looking at, you know, in this transfer window. And, you know, we was given a lot of praise last season, saying that he's a player to look out for com- this coming season. So I guess um, FPL managers should pay attention to him. Bro! And then, of course, Hey, I watched that game. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm struggling because you know what fantasy does. You know, yeah. There are times where you have to like um pay attention to the the flow or the frequency. Sometimes you rush for a player, then he just goes on a bad spell. Sometimes you nail it, and then he continues his run. I don't know. Yeah. Fergie is giving me uneasy emotions because I want he's my next target. But he's playing yeah. against United, and I don't mind bringing him in, bringing him in to play against United because 
yeah. um, my heart when it comes to fantasy, I'm able to separate that loyalty and whatnot. So I can actually yeah. put him in against United. But at the same time, I'm conflicted because I'm like, was that a once-off thing? Because they were playing against Newcastle, bro. Yeah. And he bagged the hat-trick. And though that hat-trick was a, it was a good hat-trick. Yeah. It was a good hat-trick. Like, I watched yeah. it and I was like, what? Yeah, the, the other one with his left foot, it looked like it went in, like it was helped in. But my God, there's something there. Yeah. So I, I, I have my, my, my interests are piqued. He's my next. And yeah. I think cost, he's not that expensive. So I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's six point two mil. It's no, not six bad. mil. Sorry, six mil. Six mil. Ah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, it's of course, bad. our last player, um, one of the differentials, um, Alvarez, bagging in fourteen points for Man City, and that's basically the team of the week. Um, so yeah, you know, if you had any of those players in your team, they managed to get you the, the points necessary to, you know, at least move you up the table, or even get you to that first position that you know you're striving to get but yeah interesting um team of course we've got a couple of players in that squad that were in the last week's um team of the week but a lot of new faces a lot of new faces um but yeah and i think the only player out of the team of the week that is injured or who is flagged is trent alexander um he's got a hamstring injury uh, I don't think that's a big deal for FPL managers because he's quite a costly defender. He's 7.9 mil. He's so dropped. I guess it's... Yeah, but he's still expensive. Um, yeah. So I think in terms of finding an adequate replacement, it wouldn't be an issue because you have enough funds you know, to go and find a defender and definitely have something in the bank left because he's probably the most expensive defender in FPL. So you should have no problem replacing him here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously follow follow the the reports on Liverpool. Find out when you'll be back. I don't think it's a hamstring, so I don't think you'll be back after the international break. So yeah, you've got more than enough time, two weeks to go and figure out who to bring into your squad. And of course, we're gonna have another um, FPL um, episode just before the the game week resumes because you don't really want to rush in and start making hasty decisions now because very even... important and very nice yeah. yeah yeah because not we're not wishing any bad harm on these players but there is a possibility that a lot of these players could get injured especially the ones that have been caught up for international duty so mm. you do want to keep an eye on that and not make any hasty decisions in terms of um, sorting out your squad so yeah, man. Now let's move into top transfers in this game week. Um, so of course there's some managers out there who are impatient and already made um, the transfers. So let's look at the top five transfers um, from FPL. Coming at number one, Son, obvious because he scored the hat trick. Uh, yeah. Alvarez, given you know, I think people have woken up to what you said. Yeah. James Madison has been consistent, and I think a lot of people are now starting to trust that. It's going to be consistent in this Spurs team. Yeah, plays a pivotal role in terms of their success and also um, the FPL manager's success in fantasy. Yeah, Ferguson he bagged his hat trick, but you know, again, fresh, you're yeah. considering him, it's it's difficult because obviously he's, he's coming. Um, he's going to be playing United next, and he hasn't really had a good start to the season because this has basically been his best performance. Um, out of the four games. In the first game, True. he scored five points, which was good. 
two games that follow afterwards, he scored one and two points respectively. And then, of course, he bagged his hat-trick and got 17 points. So, sure. yeah, he's one player that you should wish list and consider him. And then last coming in is um, Romero from Spurs, who, if I'm not mistaken, was also in last week's top five, top transfers in. Um, and he's coming in at 4.7 million. He's been consistent since the beginning of the season, scoring seven points against Brentford, six points against United, seven points against Bournemouth, and seven points against Burnley. So he's definitely one player to consider. So yeah, man, talk to me about this top five, man. Are there any players from this top five that you're considering um, bringing into your squad when Premier League resumes? Yeah, um, there are actually two. I'm thinking about bringing in Son and Madison, but I will, I will, I will see what happens. I, I actually think I'll go with Madison more because okay. he's in the. I think in that Tottenham team, he's been the one with the most consistency. Like he has scored um, good points in three games out of those four. So yeah. I think, and it's only going to get better. And I think that next game is against Sheffield United. So I think. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think he's going to keep on improving and, and 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 maintaining that consistency. So Madison is somebody that I'll bring in. Son, I'm on the fence only because he started off the season weirdly, but we know Son when he gets on his goal scoring streak, you have to have him. You, you understand what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, like eh, Son, you need to time him very well. There were times when I used to, and then there were times when I'll just miss it. This time it feels like one of those times because I think that finding that rhythm and that formula. So Son, yeah. Son and Madison, you know, Madison is now dishing to Son. You know, that you know, that double thing that we've been talking about, players with that double, you know, the double players that we bring yeah. in. So I think that will work. So I'm definitely thinking about bringing in um Madison and Son. Romero. Okay. I get why people are bringing him because as a defender, he has a goal or two in his thing. But at the same time, I don't trust Tottenham to keep clean sheets. You know, if you're picking yeah. Romero, you need to be strategic about it. You need to look at the fixture. You need to see if Tottenham can get out of that fixture with a clean sheet. But this is the yeah. Premier League. You never know. So it's a kind of a gamble with Romero. You know, there are other defenders that you can actually go for instead of Romero. It's it's a tricky one, that one. Yeah. Fergie, Fergie, I get it. He scored his first hat-trick, but that's literally his first hat-trick, you know? Yeah. And we don't know if it's going to happen again because they're playing United. We could yeah. bring our A game. It could be a difficult game for him. Um, I get it. They can go for him, but like, okay, go for him. If you want him and you've already bought him, it's good. But if you if you want to get rid of him, don't because he's actually good value for what he looks like he's going to bring to the True. Premier League. And because I'm also thinking about bringing him in because I'm going to lose one Brighton player in my squad and then see if I'm able to get him in. Yeah. But yeah, those are the two that I see. And then the rest, I already have them. I already have Alvarez. And yeah. yeah. Romero, I'm yeah, not really interested. Top five. Yeah, Romero, uh, I'm not really interested because there, I think there are other defenders cheaper. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. All right. So obviously, you spoke about bringing in Son or Madison, and you're leaning more towards Madison because he has been more consistent um, than yeah. Son. 
So yeah. which player in your squad are you prepared to drop for Madison or Son if you are if you are considering bringing either one of them? Suli much. Okay. I have Suli much. Like Mitoma, I I also want to get I want to get rid of Mitoma, but Mitoma is a dribbler. He's 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 an exciting player. He can bring it every game. He brings it every game. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. So I'm going to keep Mitoma. Uh, March, I brought him in because he's always at the back of the chances that these guys create. He's always involved with the chances yeah. that Brighton create. So I know if they're scoring goals, he's always part of it. So that's why I have him in. But I might change because I have Garnacho and yeah. I have Saka and Martinelli. So I could, yeah. I, I want to change it up. But then the next game for Arsenal is against Everton. And I think mm. they're going to beat Everton. So I want to keep those two guys because I feel, I might, I might even bring in Jesus, you know, because he came yeah. on looking fresh and, 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 and bullied a very, he, he, he kicked us when he was down. Shame on him, you know. So, yeah, yeah he, he looks good. He looks ready to come back and fire. So I might bring him in as well. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to play with. And I have my wildcard thing, so. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not making any changes this week. I'm gonna wait for the last week, like a couple of days until yeah, um, the game starts, and then I'll make my changes because that pressure of always changing, chopping and changing, I don't stop. Once I start, like if I start today to fix my team and there are two weeks left, bro, I'll be changing yeah. my team every single day. Like it's wild. Yeah. And yeah. I don't wanna go through that. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. And, you know, just to keep mine brief as well, I think I share the same sentiment as you touched on. And I'll also be looking to bring in Madison or Son. And yeah. the direct replacement for me would be Rashford in my squad. Uh, only because um, they're averaging around the same price and I've basically exhausted my budget, you know, in my fantasy. So I think he's the only player in my midfield who is not... Yes, he has been having assists and goals here and there, but... I think Wait, these players are because <laughs> Rashford I think is also I think it's also nine mil, maybe dropped to eight point nine somewhere there. Um but yeah, he's one player I think that um I can take I can remove from my squad until probably United start ticking again. And I think that Madison and Sean will probably deliver more points than Rashford, you know, coming yeah. in at that same price point. So Definitely, Rashford is, is, is the player that I'm thinking of, of losing my squad. Mitoma as well, you know, I share the same sentiment. But again, looking at the players that I want to bring in, I don't yeah. think Mitomo um, costs enough for me to get rid of him and then replace him with the Spurs midfielders that I want to get. So unfortunately, I'll have to hold on to Mitomo unless, you know, I just trust my current squad and then wait for two few transfers because obviously I've really used my wild card. And then... Yeah. You know, assess afterwards. Maybe wait until the, after the international break and give Rashford one more chance. You know, to prove that he can, you know, do what he was doing last season. Given that we're going to have, hopefully, hopefully, you know, um, the injury is not as bad as as it's being put out to be. Amrobek yeah. can come into the squad. We'll have a more solid midfield. Our players don't get injured unless she can be back in that squad. You know, then you know, Rashford, I can maybe see um, you know, leaving him in for that game. And like you said, we're just going to wait until the last days, you know, to make that decision. So, but yeah, right now, you know, he's the player that I'm looking to, to transfer out. 
So yeah, now I think that, that's that a must, perfect. That, that, that must have taken a lot out of you, my man. It did. It really did because you know I, I honestly thought he was going to continue his performance from last season, and I don't want to judge him too early in the season. But yeah. I just think with with everything that's that's been happening at United and what's currently happening, I can't trust at this point having United players because the team is just not ticking. We have a lot of injuries. There's a lot yeah. of drama going on in this club. You know, a lot of inconsistency. So I can't bank on United players to to get the job done in terms of fantasy. So yeah, yeah man. And then of course, speaking of players, you know, players that managers are looking to get rid of. Let's look at the top five that a lot of managers have got rid of. Um, first one is Jackson from Chelsea, the forward striker. Um, yeah. Second is Isaac from Newcastle. Third is João Pedro. Um, fourth is Wisa. And fifth is Portman, and him is because it's due to injury. Um, he's got mm. an ankle injury. So I guess that's why a lot of players are getting rid of him, even though um, he's been very consistent um, this season um, for, for Newcastle. So yeah, yeah, man, talk to me about those exit, man. Do you have any of those players that you have and are thinking of getting rid of because a lot of the managers are getting rid of them? And do you think out of those top five, uh, the manager's right to get rid of them at this stage of the season. Actually, you know, it's a very strange one because I'm surprised people are only getting rid of Joe Pedro right now. Like, yeah. he was supposed to be the first person we got rid of like a long time ago, but I get it. Like, it makes sense. Wisa, yeah. I'm, I, I'm surprised. I have Wisa. I bought him in because I figured um, Brighton, I mean, Brentford ever since since the start of the season, the goals have been bouncing between those two guys, him and Mbuemo. I want yeah. Mbuemo in my squad as well. I just wasn't able to yeah. get him in. If I had made my fantasy, my um, change, I would have brought in Mbuemo. Um, so I get why they wouldn't take him out. But if you have him and your budget doesn't make sense for you to get rid of him, I say keep him. He's a budget striker. Like, he's on it. I've watched yeah. Brentford. Like, he's not playing around. Like, those guys... They have a very different morale. Like, their mentality there is different. Everybody scores, and they all want to. And this Wisa guy has got an eye for a goal. So if you have him, um, don't be discouraged. Keep him. Nicholas Jackson, I think, is the same. I don't have him, yes. But when just based on what I see, like the chances. the, the, the He's like a, a Darwin Nunes. You know how Darwin Nunes came in last season? It, things yeah. were just not working out. Even this past game that he came on, he started because he, he scored a, a banger, but then he didn't score. You know what I mean? He just yeah. provided an assist. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. So, yeah. Nicholas Jackson, if you have him and if you're trying to bring in an expensive striker, don't. If you're trying to bring in an expensive player inside, I say hang on to him because the goals are going to come around him. He's one of, like, Darwin Nunes. But if you're fed up with waiting, I get it as well. Botman, uh, it makes sense. Um, Isaac, uh, it's tricky because, hey, that guy's a baller, you know? So yeah. I guess when you're looking at Isaac, if you're thinking about bringing Isaac in, you have to look at it on a, based on a game-to-game -game basis. You look at the opponent and think, nah, this guy's going to start and he's going to tear it up here. So you bring him in. So I get why people are taking him out because it seems like Newcastle have lost three out of four. Like they're not yeah. doing as well as they are. However, don't sleep on them. You know, don't sleep on them. Yeah. 
So I I get I get the ones that everybody's going away like the the, the transfers, but I would keep Wisa if you have him because he's quite cheap, and the Brentford goals they come from there, and Nicholas yeah. Jackson if you have him, don't be discouraged. But if you're going to pick somebody else that you think is better, because Nicholas Jackson I think he's actually more expensive than Alvarez, so it makes sense if you change him for Alvarez somebody cheaper that is actually putting in the goals like Ferguson as well because he's right up there with the goals so it makes sense if you do that but if you can't I would say hang on to him and then try and see if you can make changes elsewhere yeah yeah, yeah. no I agree with everything you're saying and I think a lot of the reason why these forwards have been um, taken off is to accommodate the likes of of both Reggie Ferg and, and Alvarez because they're hovering yeah. around the same price point yeah, they're like getting in the goals. I mean, we spoke of Jackson. Um, he actually only had that one good game, and that's the only game that Chelsea won against Luton. Yeah, um, but since the start of the season, in every game he's been averaging one point. First yeah. game which they drew one point, then they lost against West Ham one point. Luton he got the seven, and then um, Nottingham Forest got the one point. So, I guess maybe that's why they've lost the trust in him because his overall average performance hasn't really been on point. But I also so get your point as in why, like, yo, yeah, like, it's not up. And even when you look at his, his form, he's sitting on 2.5. So he's not really taking. Mm. So I guess maybe that's why, you know, and that game was just a one-off anomaly. Um, Jao Pedro, to your point, it's, uh, it's surprising that, you know, managers are only getting rid of him now. Because <laughs> the only good performance that he had was in the first game. Second game, he came off the bench, same as the third game. And then the fourth game, when he was brought back into the team, again, he didn't do too well. So I think he's a player that a lot of FPL managers should have woken up to a long time ago. Maybe they kept him because of his price point. He's a very cheap forward coming in at 5.5 million. So I kind yeah. of understand why you know managers could have kept him in that squad. Risa, yeah. I think to your point, um, also 6.2 million, um, 0.1 more expensive than Ferguson. Again, um, started the season very well, 9 points, 11 points, and he's been having 2 points respectively. I think maybe the reason why they're also getting rid of him, to your point, that um, the goals are coming in sporadically from a lot of players. Yeah. Maybe FPL managers want to focus on a striker that is it's, more predominant in the yes, team and yes, the focal yes, points, rather yes. than risking getting a forward where the goals are being spread out. So they want yes. more certainty in yes. terms of the type of striker that they're bringing in. And then, of course, we've got Botman, which is the obvious thing that, um, you know, he's, he's, he has an ankle injury, you know. 25% chance of playing, so obviously it's, it's, it's pretty bad and you won't be seeing him for quite some time. So, mm. yeah, um, I don't have... Uh, the only player I have is Isak. Um, I already got rid of Botman already. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Isak is also another striker that I was looking to get out of my team. And bring in the the Nottingham Forest forward. He's one that I've been looking into, and also um, who is this forward player? Um, I'm considering Ferguson, and there's another forward player I'm considering bringing into my squad. I just can't remember who he is, but when I remember, I'll Edward. Out. No, not Edward. Um, which forward player is this? Gabriel is useful as considering. Yeah, he's he's right up there. He's right up there. Yeah, people to consider because I. Yeah. Man, 
<laughs> I think he'll be back into the he'll be back into the squad. Yeah, and yeah, he'll be back he's into the back. squad. First he's back. Player. He's back. Yeah, he's back. You know, um, Kai Havertz is just not doing the things, and I think Jesus is gonna, you know, establish himself into that team. And Eddie Nketiah has always been that second option. So yeah, Jesus, you know, fits right back into that first team when when the Premier League resumes. So yeah, so that's the five in, five out. Now, as always, we're going to look into differential players that you should consider bringing into your squad, which obviously haven't been listed in the top five, you know, maybe they're in the top 10, maybe even in the top 20. So, yeah, man, I think you can give us um, two players, two players that you think um, managers are sleeping on and, you know, they should consider bringing into their squad. Um. These are, ish, I don't know, this this could be like, uh, it's very out there. But I'm going to go with James Ward-Prowse and um, Awoni, that, okay. that Nigerian strike, the striker from Nottingham Forest, the one that you yeah. talked about. Like, maybe people are sleeping on them. It's I understand, but the guy is been putting in the goals, whether it's yeah. one, he's providing an assist, he's always in the business. He's always there, and he's good value, man. Like he's good. He's six point six, um, yeah. and uh, James Ward Prowse is six point one. These are differential players. Um, but um, another one, I just want to give another one. Like this is just right, no okay. worries. Um, yeah, Rodri. Yeah, Rodri. I get it. He he's not supposed to look like a goal scorer, but right now the way he is playing, the way if you watch City and you watch how the, the players develop, he is now becoming more and more involved with things up front. And Rodri yeah. this season is going to produce double digits a lot of times, and he only costs yeah. five point seven. The reason why people are not going for Rodri is because of the title of being a central defensive midfielder. But the way yeah. he's playing right now, he's kind of playing that box. To, he's playing so classy, man. He, he's, re, he's he's reminding me of prime Busquets mixed with yeah. Gundogan. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the Gundogan yeah. going up front and causing havoc. And then that class at the back there of the Sergio Busquets. So if you if you're wondering like how, like, and you don't know who to pick, Rodri, yeah. if, if if you've got three city players, cool, and you don't want to bring him in because of whatever, cool. But Rodri is going to be a steady Eddie for this season. Like he's going yeah. to give, like he's going to give points this season. Believe, and you yeah. know, city, city score goals. They are always yeah. scoring goals. Like it's it's yeah. this season. Just bank on City. You know they score goals, so look for players in there. But one player. Don't sleep on is Rodri. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I think for me, my two options are gonna come from Nottingham Forest. So the first one, like you mentioned, Awoni. Yeah. I mentioned him last week. Um, same reasons. I think he's someone who is falling under the radar of, of a lot of FPL managers. I think I know who the next price. person is, but go. Okay. All right, coming in at a very good price. Um, value for money, been consistent. And I think he's a good player. The next one, <laughs> I can see it in your face, man. Oh, yeah. This one, <laughs> this Say one is <laughs> Anthony Alanga. <laughs> I 
I think Anthony Alanga is one player that oh. left Manchester United and he has set himself on a mission to prove the club <laughs> wrong that you should have been playing me. This player is looking fit, he's oh. looking stronger, he's ah. looking fast, he's looking fit, he's looking ready to take on the Premier League, you know. He has oh, had amazing God. performances, you know, with his introduction in the Arsenal game with an assist. And then obviously in the latest game against Chelsea, scoring that goal, right? He scored the goal against Chelsea, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So Anthony Alanga, I think he's a player that you should look out for. I wouldn't say go ahead and, 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 and get him into your team. But I think he's a player that you need to keep an eye on because he's a very good player. And he fits like a glove into that Nottingham team. And it seems like he's just doing the business mm-hmm. um, in terms of... And he's on form. Plus, he's dead cheap coming in at five million. So he can ah. definitely be someone that you can look into if you want to replace a Mitomo or something like that. Ah, D, that yeah, was that I was think... a nice one. Like, I, I, <laughs> you know, I wanted to say it, but I'm like, yeah. maybe D will say it, but I wasn't sure. And at the yeah. same time, if we didn't mention it, I was gonna be like, oh, by the way, let's just add one more. I was gonna bring him in, yeah. but I'm glad yeah. you actually brought it in, brought it up because yeah. I've been paying attention to our, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I am as proud as you. I can see your face. Look at you smiling. And he looks, he looks mean, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he the looks pressure, great. It's like the yeah. pressure's off him. He just needs to go it's out off there him. and run and play football. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready. He's ready. Arif. He's absolutely ready. Aye, 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 but, aye. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's you know that's been the FPL wrap up, you know for oh, oh. Bowen. All right. I don't know if people Bowen. have Bowen. Um, okay. How much does he cost? Hey, he's a seven. Okay, he's not a differential. Yeah, yeah. Bowen. I yeah, mean, I think it's that, that other amazing season that he had that really hiked up his price. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think it's not really like I don't think a lot of people see him as a value, um, yeah, money yeah. player anymore. And then looking at the players in that same price bracket, who are probably getting around the same amount of points or either less. But he's also one player to look into. Um, he has scored very well this season. If I'm not mistaken, he should be in like top five or ten in terms of total fantasy points in the Premier yeah. League. Um. So he's playing very well. So. Actually, you're right. He is, he is a very good option as a differential player. Um, yeah. Someone that you can look to bring into your squad. Um, yeah. Like I said, costing the same price as the likes of Mutomo. So, you know, he's definitely someone to think about that you can bring into your squad. So, but yeah. 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 But anyway, that's I think that's a wrap-up of, you know, Game Week 4 for Fantasy. Um, like we said, we're definitely going to be having a, another session just before the league kicks off. We'll get more into like things like captaincy picks, yes. um, update you more on injuries, who's fit to play, players that you can consider, you know, and of course we'll also give a more deep dive, deep down um, analysis of our teams, you know what I mean, and how we have been faring, and you know, sort of like our strategies moving forward after you know the Premier League resumes. So yeah, anyway, um, that's all I have to say on my side. I don't know if you've got any last thoughts before we wrap up this session. Nah, man. Everything has been said and left here. Like you said, um, we can't really get into the nitty-gritties right now because these players are going to get... Some of them might get injured during the international, so we need to wait to know what's going on before we actually make our decisions. So we still have plenty of time. And like you said, 
the coming week, that last week, we'll dive into it and then we'll break down our players. I am definitely going to play my wild card this time. I'm not yeah. lying. And yeah. I'll let you guys know about my game. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Gloria Reds podcast on all your favorite podcast listening um, streaming platforms on Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Zencaster. Catch us everywhere. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, leave your comments down below, get involved with the conversations. Don't forget to visit our website. Link is always going to be in the description of the podcast episodes as well as the link for WhatsApp group. Visit our website to check out the latest articles, um, some of the stuff that we do not touch on the podcast episodes, and you can always go to our community page so you can find links to our other social media platforms, our WhatsApp group, and also our FPL Fantasy League. And with that being said, cheers, guys, and catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Oh, yeah.